And the other guard wears number 24, 6'6", 18th campaign from Lord Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. Welcome back to Sports Rewind. I'm Mateo Littman here with Paul Salerno and Daniel Hendrickson. And today we'll be doing a 24-minute tribute to, to Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Yes. So. Um, you know, today we're going to have a podcast. You know, we're really going to, you know, once LeBron passed Kobe in points, we're going to talk about that. We're going to have a more NBA-based podcast today. But since tragic news struck on uh, Sunday morning, Kobe Bryant, her, uh, his daughter, Gigi. Uh, Gigi, and seven others, unfortunately, uh, in a helicopter crash. Yeah. And, um, you know, you've seen such a community here, you know, such a great rising for Kobe. And um, the Clippers-Lakers game was postponed. Um, so, you know, really Lakers, the Lakers community right now is in deep grief and much more people are. Yeah, and so you today, see a lot of support out there with him, with a lot of tributes to him in the games. We've seen a lot of NBA teams run out 24-second uh, clocks. Yep, and so today we're going to talk about Kobe's greatest accomplishments, um, greatest moments in his career and off the court. Mateo? Alright, so I think one of the things that really shows the type of player he was on the court was when he hit those game-winning free throws with the torn Achilles. Yeah. Well, not game-winning, but crucial winning the game. And just showing how Many players, I think now, when they have, like, any sort of injury, they're, like, out for five games. But he was just not like that. He was yeah. – he he knew that he had to get up and shoot the free throws to help his team win the game with the torn Achilles or not. So another one of his greatest moments, I would say, was his 81-point game in 2006. That was really something special and – not many players could do that. And we see James Harden put up a lot of points, things like that, but still it's something not a lot of players could do. And then another great moment is in his final game, he put up 60 points. And I think ESPN re-aired his final game last night yeah. at 9. So that was... It was a... Yeah, that, that especially, like... That was just a such a farewell to like such a great player, you know. Yeah. You like such a great ending to a career. Um, I'm gonna say, I think you know as much as Kobe is great on the court, I think also you know his off court achievements are you know like some of his off court achievements are better than people who devote their time to things and not where Kobe plays basketball and do, does these is incredible. First off, I think I'm just going to say his uh, Oscar-winning illustrated poem. Uh, Kobe Bryant wrote a poem and then um, someone illustrated it for him. You can watch that on, I'm sure you could just look it up. It's really just, it's an amazing poem. It's called Dear Basketball. Um, I watched it a couple days ago and it, it really like give, it gives me chills. Yeah, that was how he announced his retirement. Yeah. That, that shows how much he he was dedicated to the game. Um, number two is probably 
he started Mamba Sports Academy, which is, you know, I've just days before, um, I think actually on Saturday, you know, lacrosse, a lacrosse team was staying there, which just shows Kobe's dedicate, dedication to just sports in general. Like, he started this sports academy, which is doing so well. You know, you, you can train, but it's all around sports. It's for yeah. use, and it's, it's, it's really taken off, and I'm sure whoever's going to run it now will carry Kobe's name. Another major thing about the Mama Sports Academy is they try and teach how to work like Kobe Bryant did, but yeah. that's not really something I think you can teach. <laughs> that's just something that he he was just different than everyone else. He was just born. Like, yeah, he was he just had something, something in his head, and he was just worked for whatever he really wanted. Yeah, and probably, you know, Kobe probably said this best. You know, I've known people, people have said it. The most important part of Kobe's life was probably that he was a father. You know, he loved, he devoted his time to his kids. Um, even while he was playing the game and after the game, he'd sit down with, I know, go to games with Gigi and they'd analyze the game. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, it's just, it was really great to see that, you know, a basketball player is taking time to be with his kids. And that was his most important accomplishment without a doubt. He loved yeah. them. And it's really sad to see him and his daughter go. Yeah, but so. let's go to Kobe's notable achievements. This was a long, long list. Yeah, so I think just a couple of days ago, he was third all-time in points. But with LeBron passing, he was fourth all-time in points. Yep. He had 33,643 points yep. all-time. He, as well as being... Third in free throws made. Yep. Kobe won gold twice. Yep. With Team USA. Here. Fifteen he, All Star appearances. I mean points for game. He's twelfth all time. Average twenty five points for game. Two NBA Finals MVPs. Five time NBA championship. Eighteen time NBA All Star. Two time scoring champ. Four time NBA All Star game MVP. 15-time no, All-NBA. No, all, four-time All-Star oh, game. Oh, All-Star game. 15-time All-NBA selection. 12-time All-Defensive selection. NBA Rookie Team selection. NBA Slam Dunk Contest champion. And then he also, another thing that shows a major part of Kobe, minutes played, he was sixth yeah. all-time, 48,637 minutes. You know, and he was coming off... Um, the celebration, you know, we were talking, they were talking about how they wanted to, you know, when Kobe, when LeBron passed Kobe, Kobe would be celebrating, you know, and we were going to have a podcast comparing LeBron to Kobe, but now, you know, right now, at least, we can't compare LeBron to such a, a great player, you know, it's easy to think to LeBron, to, you know, to compare him to Kobe, but right now, it's all about Kobe, and Kobe's yeah. been such a great player. I, you know, we didn't, since we were younger, but we still watched some of his games and watched some of his highlights. I watched, you know, the playback, and he's such a good player. Then another thing is playoff achievements. Third, uh, three-point field goal attempts third. Three-point field goal makes sixth. He made 292 career three-pointers in the playoffs. Um... 
He has fourth most points in playoff history, yeah, third that's... most minutes plays in playoff history, and fifth most field goals made in playoff history, 66,014. Um, man, free throw percentage, he's 84th. I mean, shot 83, 84% from the line in his career. That's crazy. He showed how consistent he is. But another thing that really stands out to me is how he was a 12-time all-defensive selection. Big. You're not as well as being a two-time scoring champion. Yeah, you're not seeing, you know, people who have all time. You, you have the scoring like James Harden right now, yeah. who have the most points. James Harden doesn't play defense. Kobe played defense, which is another thing about, you know, Mamba mentality. Kobe was always in the game. One of his, another, I know it's not the greatest moment, but one of the, you know, most probably notable, like, moment of his career is when, um, he didn't flinch when the ball was fake thrown at him, and I think yeah. you know that's all. That's so focused. Yeah. yeah, and then also he tried everyone around him. He tried to push to be better. Yeah, and I think ways players get better is when they're in the same gym or something as people who are working harder than them to yeah. give them motivation to be the hardest yeah. working person in the room, and everyone's trying to do that. Everyone's trying to work hard, which makes everyone better. But no matter what, Kobe was almost always the hardest working player in the room. And there are quotes, I forget who said it, but he got a text from Kobe Bryant. It was one of Kobe's teammates. Text from Kobe Bryant at 4.30 in the morning. If he could have some help down at the gym for some conditioning. Yeah. And when he got, when the guy got there at 5, Kobe was drenched in sweat like he went for a swim. Yeah. So he'd been working. He'd just relentless. Just kept going. Yep. Um, you know, but the season has to go on. You know, this is a, a sad moment, but we're yeah. all gonna have to get through it. And this is a celebration of how good Kobe is. And you know, although it's it's a sad, sad time. You know, we will get all of, all of the NBA players will get through this. I will see. I imagine some players, you know, tributing the season to Kobe as. Trey Young, you know, came out on the Sunday game in a number eight jersey uh, for Kobe Bryant. Him and Devin Booker both took 24 shots. I believe they combined for at least 80. I think it was 81. 81, yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, it's great to see LeBron hasn't stepped on the court yet, but I imagine he just, today is Tuesday, is the day we're doing our podcast, and he just came out with – um his note last night for Kobe yeah. yeah and you know I, I thought that was gonna you know that was gonna be one of the last because LeBron um, he said something very nice and yeah I imagine on the court he'll do something else too and I think a reason that the NBA community in a way is so like just shaken by this in a way is the effect Kobe had on so many different people when they entered the league just showing them how to be, even people who weren't his teammates. Like, everyone who was in the NBA was almost affected by Kobe. Even when that, but his daughters, too, now. I think one of the saddest parts about this story is one of his daughters is seven months old, and she's just not even going to grow up with the father, and who knows what they're going to do with basketball now because Kobe was always just pushing his daughters just to, like, get good at basketball and train, and he's pushing everyone 
Well, I, I, really hard I, I think Kobe, you know, with his daughters, you know, he was such a, he wanted to be like the best dad. So he was obviously, I don't think he was pushing them, but because he gave them well, the choice. Sure. But yeah. I mean, I think, you know, he trained them, you know, I talked about Gigi earlier sitting in the games, like things even when he was retired, like to Luka Doncic, like yeah. Luka, you know, didn't grow up in the States, but still loved Joel Embiid, you know, he started, he said in his uh, statement, he started watching because of Kobe in the finals and he started playing basketball because yeah. of Kobe. Like most of these young, most of the players now who are kind of taking over the league in a way. It's because of Kobe. When they grew up, yeah, the, it was Kobe. Not Jordan. It was Kobe then. It was That's Kobe, little Allen Iverson, yeah, probably. It's the time period we're at, but definitely, you know, the the moments he's made, you know, step out. But then you see the stats too, and it's such. It's he's an amazing player. Yeah. All right, so I think we should move on to some of his quotes. Okay. So, one of his most famous quotes is, but I think it's really meaningful is. The most important thing is to try to inspire people so that they can be great at whatever they want to do. So I think yeah. that's kind of showing how. Definitely to his, you know, his daughters too, you know. Yeah. He's going to make them, he's going to try and make them great uh, in whatever they choose to do, you know. He, he doesn't, he's not the guy who's like, I want you to play basketball for my legacy. You can do whatever you want, Yeah. but I'm going to try and make you great at it, as great as you can be. Which I think, you know, that's probably like the best Mamba thing you, mentality, yeah, you could ask for. I mean, you if someone's making you great at what you choose, you know. And so his second uh our one of my favorite quotes is uh the important thing is that your teammates have to know you're pulling for them and you really want to be successful. I think showing again how when he's in the gym with other people, just showing how he's going to help everyone around him become better by yeah. just showing them his mentality, mm -hmm. what he's doing, and basically just how to be like him. Mm -hmm. So another one that I kind of feel speaks a lot to the Achilles free throws is, I'm here, I'm not going anywhere, no matter what the injury, unless it's completely debilitating. We're the same player I've always been. I'll figure it out. I'll make some tweaks, some changes, but I'm still coming. Yeah, you know he's he's never gonna quit. You know he could he could get hurt. He could break his leg for three months and be out, but he's still not quitting. You know he's not. He wasn't. He it was. He wasn't gonna stop playing ever yeah. until it was his time. You know it's just he'd never quit. That's such a that's the key. Like that's a core. A value in a player. Yeah, and then in a 2015 CBS documentary, I think this was right around when he announced his retirement. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can all be masters at our craft, but you have to make a choice. And what I mean by this is there are inherent sacrifices that come along with that. Family time, hanging out with friends, being a great friend, being a great son, nephew, whatever the case may be. There are sacrifices that come along with making that decision. Yep, another great quote yeah they all kind of speak to the same thing yes okay so you know we're going to talk about a few other things here uh we got about 10 minutes left so we're going to talk about the opening pro bowl you know the daniel has some uh things to cheer us up by daniel yeah 
Um, so on Saturday we had the, uh, just to lighten the mood a little bit, on Saturday we had the uh, Pro Bowl and the Puppy Bowl. In the Pro Bowl, uh, the AFC took it 38-33, I believe. Yeah, Fletcher and Cox having the... A, Fletcher Cox with a 60-yard <laughs> fumble return, stiff-arming a guy the entire way to the end zone, which was quite fun to watch. There were at least three defensive touchdowns in that game, and it was an overall really fun game to watch. I feel like it wasn't though. I feel like they did. Did they play two hand touch? I feel like we I didn't watch it. I know. Like no, no. They kind of did. And the the feeling is, is that when we were in fifth grade, we we pushed each other harder than like like Fletcher Cox's. I watched False. it. I watched it. Cortland Sutton was like tapping him. He was like playing tag. It was it was crazy, you know. But I mean, look, no one's trying to get hurt. I agree with that. I think personally, that'd be a fun week for players. Like to just run around and play dodgeball. Play dodgeball yeah, other, like, yeah. I mean that's got to be fun. I don't blame Jarvis the players. Andrew came up big in dodgeball, getting three players out. I like the gauntlet challenge where yeah. they, that one's fun. You have the quarterback throw one. You know that all. You know it's not like you're not looking for oh an entertaining game. Besides, you know I was watching. Yeah, uh, Mateo's looking it up right now. I was watching. Uh, you know, it was like players don't hit in the Pro Bowl, and it was Sean Taylor's hit against a punter and I think 08, I think it was. You know, that 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 was, oh, that was, you know, that was just like, ooh, you know, and to a punter. It's, it was 2006, yeah. sorry. Um, just how much the game, I guess, has changed in general. <laughs> yeah, no one, back to my point where no one wants to get hurt and everyone just wants yeah. to have fun. So I understand. Uh, Daniel, do you have any news? So this was a very interesting game. We had Team Fluff take face off against Team Roof. Um, team Roof took it 56-37. If you don't know how the puppy will play, <laughs> they're dog toys placed into a scaled-down football field with many puppies who are all up for adoption in oh, the uh, field. That's nice. And the uh, puppies, they, their goal is to get the dog toys into the end zone. Most of them don't know what's going on, so it can get quite chaotic at times <laughs> with puppies moving, often getting safeties actually, moving the dog toys into the wrong end Do zones. they actually count it? I'm not sure, <laughs> but it was a very interesting game to watch. Team Roof with a bit of a blowout here. Um, yeah. Did, um, how long is the game? Like, do people actually stay, like, are there... Um, it's not too long. It's, okay. like, it's like during halftime. Oh, all right, all right. So it's like, all right, 10 minutes about. Um... All right, so, so we the pro so we talked about Pro Bowl, talked about Puppy Bowl, you NBA know. talk. Yeah, let's talk about the NBA. Let's just go standings right now. I think the scores are, you know, I think you know not too big of games right now, but we can talk about the standings real quick. So I'm gonna pull them up. The conferences. So we have the Eastern Conference. The Bucks are in first. You know, they got an eight-game lead against the Heat, so that will. It'll be in, I don't think I don't really think they'll lose that forty and six you know yeah huge record um, then Heat two Raptors three Celtics four well Pacers. Heat Heat and Raptors have the same record oh yes sorry uh, that's it. Pacers five seventy uh, sixers are six Magic are seven and Nets are eight you know the Nets uh, the front runners of New York were like. Oh, the Nets are going to be good this year with Kyrie. Not a good start. Yeah, they're only six or games the, better than the Knicks. Like, they're not – They're. I'm. Gosh. Kyrie needs a team, you know. The reason 
the Celtics are so good now because they had a good team. Kyrie was dragging them down. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. They're 19 and 26. Yeah. And they're and 3 and 7 in their last 10. Yeah. They're barely holding on to that 8 seed uh, in front of the Bulls. And yep. I just don't see them ending the season uh-huh. in a playoff position. And then the uh, Clippers, uh, the Western Conference goes Lakers, then Clippers. Uh, Clippers are three games behind the Lakers. You know, you're going to see that game, uh, but it was postponed. That will be an interesting. It'll be a fun game to watch when it uh, goes back up. And we've seen, and then after the Clippers, you have the Nuggets Jazz. So we've seen the Jazz rise in the standings. Yep. They had a bit of a rough start, and they're 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 coming up. They're eight and two in their last ten. Yep. Even though they lost last night to the Rockets, but Donovan Mitchell showing why he's one of the better guards in the league. Okay, and then you yeah. have Mavericks at five, Rockets at six. Thunder seven, Grizzlies eight, and can we talk about Zion Williamson real quick? He he's he's pl- like he's, he's come back and he's he's producing at the level people thought he would. Definitely, I think. Um, you know the Pelicans at twelfth, twelfth um in the Western Conference. I don't think he'll see the playoffs this year, but you know it'll be it'll be interesting. He'll coming off the injury, he yeah. doesn't seem like he's injured right now. At you all, you know he's he's playing really well. Um, in the last game he in played. In the other night against the Celtics, yeah. Pelicans won 123-108. to 108. Zion <laughs> had 27 minutes with 21 points, 11 rebounds, and 2 assists. Yeah. And I think the reason he's only getting 27 minutes is they just don't want to risk him getting hurt oh, again. No. But once he comes back and he's playing 35 to 40 minutes a game, yeah. he is going to be – he's he, – he'll win – Scoring championships if he can stay healthy for a year. Yep. Um, so that that's that's a guy to watch right now. Coming, you know, people are like, Will Zion come back for Rookie of the Year? I mean, unless John Morant falls off a cliff and doesn't make the playoffs, um, you know, falling off the cliff would probably be the biggest one. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't win it because I think, you know, missing that many games, it's going to be hard for Zion to bring that back unless he has like breaks the rim every game. Yeah. But definitely, um, you know, the NBA, besides the drama going on right now, the sad news, um, will be a good season, I think. Uh what's who do you who do you see in the finals right now? Way too early finals predictions. Uh Heat versus the Clippers. Alright. I got the Clippers and the Bucks. I got the Lakers and the Bucks. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, so, you know, I think you're going to see the Battle of L.A. probably in the Western Conference Championship. Yeah. I hope. That would be such, that would be a fun game, you know, especially because every game is in the same stadium. Yeah, I know. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a crazy game. Home or away, it's not going to matter. Basically, the only thing that changes is the logo they paint on yeah. the floor. And, I mean. t- you know, I'll be interested to see which crowd beats which crowd. I'm sure it will probably be the Lakers because they're yeah. a bigger team, but... But like that would be the same thing. Say the Knicks and the Nets. Yeah. They both somehow ever get good, and we see them at in the same East- time. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> we see them in an Eastern Conference. They won't be in the same stadium, but same city. And I just yeah. don't. I could never see Nets fans out cheering Knicks fans when the Knicks are good. Like, yeah, just won't happen. And um, I think that's. It's going to be it for our podcast today. Yeah, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. Um, our prayers and thoughts go out to Kobe Bryant's family and all, all the, the families who have uh, lost. Yeah. 
And so thank you guys. Season two comes out next week. Super Bowl podcast next week. Who you got real quick? Uh, the Chiefs. Yep. Go with the Chiefs. I got Chiefs too. You I know. The Chiefs. Oh, we all got the Chiefs. I think I want the 49ers to win. I want the, the Chiefs, Chiefs to win. I think I the think Chiefs are. I think they're gonna be too dominant. Um, all right, thank you guys.